All right, everybody. Good evening. Tuesday night, season two, episode two of the Organic Football Podcast. I'm your host, Sorrow, and I've got Brad and Rich with me just like every week. Well, you know, second week. I'm the new guy here, but um, just want to ask you guys to uh, subscribe, rate, and review us. Uh, we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Pandora, I can keep going on, but we only have a limited amount of time. So uh, with that said, we'll roll right in. One last announcement. Um, for those of you that listened last week, which we had a record number of downloads, so thank you to all the listeners. Uh, Brad's mic has been uh, on the fritz. We're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Maybe he's got to swing by Best Buy and get a new uh, microphone, but I don't know. We'll just leave that up to Brad. So Without further ado, uh, Brad and Rich, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm actually doing pretty good, sir. Thank you for that lead-in. Uh, it is actually the fan in my computer is overworking itself, so that is the unfortunate error. We've tried to do everything, Got but it. even set it on ice packs, still overheating. <laughs> Maybe it needs an ice bath. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it needs to take a bath. I, I would agree. Let's let's to put that laptop in the bath. <laughs> do that. Maybe I'll do the podcast inside the bath and see how that goes. Perfect. Oh, I think we'd be steering off into a weird section there. I don't it know. It could be shocking. <laughs> well, it's not a video podcast yet, so uh, now that, that now that Sorrow mentions that, yeah, folks out there, we're hoping to get ourselves some video coming up soon. You'll see our ugly mugs, and that should be good. Awesome, Rich. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm I'm getting ready. We're 11 days out from our draft, our personal league draft, so I'm getting getting a little psyched for that shit and um, having a good night, man. We took my daughter up to Flagstaff on Sunday. She's going to NAU, so that was interesting for sure. And but I'm ready to talk some football. <laughs> and sorry, real quick, how are you doing, man? Me? I don't, I'm I don't want. Great. I don't so, want the you know, viewers guys... to just think how Brad and Rich are doing. You're a part of this, so we want to make sure we <laughs> so, know how you're yeah. doing. So last week, as you as you know, last week I a thought I had COVID, uh, but I didn't. Two negative tests, so that's good. Um, and oddly enough, on Saturday things took a turn for the good because uh, all of a sudden I woke up Saturday morning feeling like a million bucks and haven't looked back. So. Um, I am now enjoying and sipping my uh, glass of red wine and, um, you know, back in the mix. So thanks for asking, Brad. Appreciate it. You didn't have any Chipotle on Friday, did you? <laughs> you know, I have not touched <laughs> the Chipotle since we discussed it. Um, oh. But, you know, I, I probably should get over there. I, I did have Borrow's Pizza, though. You know, my weakness <laughs> for pizza. So <laughs> I can I did, tell I you right it. now, Brad is disappointed. <laughs> He's yeah. highly disappointed. You didn't the have viewers any can't this see week. it, but the look on his face it's uh, is is not good. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So note to self: get some Chipotle. Uh, turns Brad turn Brad's up, uh, frown upside down. So uh, it can cure COVID, guys. Get it while you can. <laughs> Whoa, whoa! Disclaimer again. Disclaimer again. We're not curing COVID here. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. We'll see what happens at intermission, but. Um, so anyway, that's a hell of a segue. So we've got a few things right. to kind of chit chat about tonight, and uh, of course we'll take our uh, our intermission when it's time. But we're just going to roll right in and talk about the Cardinals game, Cardinals Cowboys Friday night. They um, they were able to uh, squeak in a win there with a, a 
uh, field goal at the end there by uh, Mr. Prater. So I, I love that guy. I mean, he's been on my fantasy team at least for six years on and off. So that guy kicks total ass. So him and him and uh, Brady are like super staples of downtown skinny jeans, man. Oh yeah, and I've changed my name a time or two, and I'm going to change it again. And you'll you uh, you guys will know what it is. But yeah, no Prater, the man, <laughs> love that guy. And uh, as you know, he came through and we we took the Cowboys out in the first surprised. preseason game. So I was surprised. I I went to the game. I came home. And I saw it at sixteen sixteen, and I turned it off. There was like a minute something left. I'm like, oh, who cares? We'll go. There's no overtime in, in preseason. Cool, it's over. Look back later. Okay, Matt Prater wins us the game. That was cool. <laughs> How long was that field goal? I think it was like 48 yards. Okay, so not that, shoot, pretty good. That's encouraging, man. After like, you know, what we went through last year with St. Gonzalez. It's, it's encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we we have gone through a handful of kickers in the past three or four years, five yeah. years. And um, the last one I really, really liked was Jay Feely. And after that, I feel like we haven't really had a, a, a great kicker. You know, we've just had yeah. decent kickers. But uh, hopefully Prater will uh, turn that around for us this year. It's It's good to have that edge, a good field goal kicker. Hey, Rich, let me ask you, what do you think about the AZ QB starter for the Cardinals? What do you think of uh, not seeing Kyler Murray? There? Oh, I was a little upset, I swear. I, I I was all week long, Kingsbury said Kyler Murray would be starting. Um, like, literally 30 minutes before the game, you get the notification Kyler Murray would not be playing. So that was a little bit frustrating. I don't know what the deal is with that. I kind of don't like the, like, implication of what you see with Kingsbury, you know, with like not knowing what he's doing and going into the game 30 minutes beforehand and then going, okay, yeah, we're not going to play him. Like it's just a little indecisiveness. So I don't like that. uh, The first sign, but Kyler, um, he probably doesn't need to start. I think he's probably doing pretty well, but don't tell me he's going to start. He lied to me. He lied to me. You guys think something's going on behind the scenes. We don't know about. We're not, being told maybe uh, a mild injury that's holding him back or no I just think they're uber confident with the skill level they have this year so they're just playing it safe and trying not to put him at risk he'll get maybe one game and a half in I think in these four games and they think that's enough and that's good four games no sir there's three that's right three one oh. less yeah oops it, it's, okay. it's still it's still fairly new so I, I, I think it's pretty interesting. That's one little thing not Cardinals related, but um, just like kind of seeing the like balance of what all these different coaches are going to do with playing people, uh, what are they going to do in week three, how do they treat week three as week two, week three as week two as week three. Um, you know, I, I'm interested to see what happens this week. They, we've got Kansas City as our second preseason game. We'll see what Kingsbury says all week, and we'll see if those guys come to start or not. It's it's going to be funny, but it was a it was a pretty good game. I thought I I thought the Cardinals did play well within the game, and I think their defense actually kind of stepped up a little bit more. They're playing a little bit better. I think that the, I'm going to call it out. I'm going to say that they have a top three defense this year. So, Whoa. yeah. Top three, top yeah. three is pretty like top number. Th- I think it's going to be number three, possibly number two, but I think they're going to be stout. Wow, 
That's that's bold. I think we need to write that one down. That's pretty bold. Oh, I yeah. Think they're that, gonna that's have... why I was calling it, because this is the first bold prediction by me. Yeah. They, they're going to have a solid defense. I don't know if it's top three worthy. I think it's top ten worthy. Oh, no. No. Way better than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We'll see about that. I did like what I saw out of Zayvon Collins, the rookie. He mm-hmm. came in, and he's going to be the Mike backer. He's taking over for Jordan Hicks. And uh, looked really good out there. Made some solid plays. Um, it was interesting to see Isaiah Simmons kind of. He just looked like he didn't have his head in the game all that much. And then Jordan Hicks, the guy who is losing his job and uh, wants to get traded, he had a couple of really bad plays out there. Just like total whiffs. Besides that, we do have great depth at linebackers. So I'm I'm very excited about that. I did like what I saw of the cornerbacks, so they do have a lot of good stuff going on. And they have been notorious for having holes in their defense in linebacker position. That's where the tight ends eat them alive, where now I feel like they're way more suited to to defend against that. It's not so much of a hole. You put J.J. Watt with Chandler Jones in the front, you're going to be attacking people. Quarterbacks are going to have to throw a lot faster. I think they're going to get a lot more picks. The cornerbacks are a little bit, you know, I think on the weaker side of their defense, but I think the defensive line will play into the quarterback cornerback play, and the linebackers will help drop back, and I think you'll see a, a tremendous amount of interceptions this year from the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I think the defense will be solid. We'll see what happens there. I was pretty encouraged by what I also saw um, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, Colt McCoy, I mean, I can't believe he's our backup, but... He's out there and he looked pretty good. Ran the offense pretty well. I was I was impressed with all of our rookies. You know, our defensive rookies were nice, and and Rondale Moore looks pretty nice too. I don't know if you guys have um, have checked in on him very much, but he's he's lightning fast. They they think he's like a Tyreek Hill type. Tyreek Hill, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, <clears throat> seeing Kyler play. I mean, as far as um as far as uh, a second year quarterback goes he's he's actually rated to to essentially follow in the footsteps of like a Patrick Mahomes or a Lamar Jackson that's what I'm reading on CBS uh, NFL.com like this, uh, he's supposed to have a, a really good breakout year and like really really show what he can do this year so let's hope that's that's the truth you know let's let's hope that happens so uh, I am too excited for the offense for the Cardinals. I hope they tear it up. Well, I think I think the addition of a burner. I mean, we have Andy Isabella. We've had him, um, but a burner who can actually catch the ball and who can actually do some stuff out there. I, I heard a lot of good things about Isabella in camp, um, but to get a guy who actually catches and and is steady. Um, and even actually a little bit faster than Isabella. I think it just opens up the offense. It's going to be pretty sick. They just have so many wide receivers, too. You know, they just got A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know if we've ever had this much depth. They've got this other kid, Bocelli. He he looks really good in camp and looked good out there, too. So it's like all this depth, it almost like, it almost scares me a little bit. What do you, what do you do with Fitz once he's here? Is is it going to be a, almost an issue if he does show up? I mean, no, no prediction. Well, not no prediction. I I have a prediction that um, I don't I don't think he's coming back. I think Fitz is the type of guy that if he were to come back, he's not the holdout type of guy. He's not the keep you in suspense type of guy. He's the 
he's the straight shooter. He's a, a, a loyal, noble dude. I think he's done, and I just think he's trying to figure out a way to come out and say that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think Larry's coming back personally, so that's just my my intuition. It'll be sad. It'll be sad if that's the case. I, I'm glad... I got a chance to be in the stadium last year and see Larry play one last time then. So, um, you know, it's been a long time. How, how many years do you play? 16, 17 years? That's yeah. It's a, a great Hall of Fame career and just interesting, man. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. You guys got anything else on the Cardinals? No, but no, speaking of the Hall of Fame, I got a couple things on that real quick. Do you mind touching base on that? Did you guys see that video of all the the Hall of Fame knocks? They went through the hotel and knocked on everyone's door. No, they, I did no. not. It's kind of a cool thing. It's all these like grown NFL football players getting these knocks, being in the Hall of Fame, and they just like break down in tears, like, "Oh my God, I can't believe it!" You know, because it's you know, uh, it's a culmination of a whole career, and you've always wanted to. And there's only like 370 people out of over 40,000 people that played in the league. So you're talking like. One percent, less than one percent. So that's pretty elite. I do think that the hall for the NFL is much more prestigious than baseball and NBA, especially. I mean, NBA they they let anybody in. It's almost like a joke. But like, yeah, the NFL is like a big deal for its Hall of Fame stuff. I believe. Well, I was just gonna say, like, I watched that Randy Moss got in this year, Brett Favre, Ty Law, a couple others. And, dude, that kind of just made me think, like, I remember Randy Moss getting drafted by the Vikings, and now he's in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Like, that's just crazy. Are you saying we're old? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. We're the old guys official. now? It's official. Oh, jeez, man. Ooh, I don't know why you guys say that. No, I thought it was I thought it was funny. Calvin Johnson got in, and they I saw this stat of um, Calvin Johnson drafted, career, retired, and in the Hall of Fame. And Tom Brady's still playing. <laughs> yep. That's crazy. But, like, Cal- Calvin got in pretty quick. I mean, he's only been gone a season, maybe two, or just one. No, it's five. You have to be... What? You have to be You have to be out five seasons. Get that's the, that's the he, time frame. No yeah. way. It's been five goddamn years. Are you serious? Right? Am it, I wrong? It literally feels like I two I think it's been longer. Years. Calvin Johnson? No. Calvin Johnson's in on his first ballot. I'm pretty sure. No, no, I know he's first ballot, but if it's five years, that that, that seems legit. I thought it was actually longer. I actually mm. thought it was way less. I guess. Oh, I'm twice. sorry. You got to look it up. I've got another stat for you no. about Tom Brady, real quick. <laughs> oh no, Tom Brady. I, I, know, I know those by heart. Don't worry. Tom Brady is 24 years older than Kyle Pitts, the youngest player in the league. He's 24 years older than him. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Let's see. Yeah. He stopped playing. I won't spend too much time on this, but yeah, 2015. Holy crap. I can't believe it's been six years, actually, Brad. You were right. It's over five years. I, I don't know. Calvin I Johnson? Guess everything just. Yeah. He retired in 2016. It says, it says right here. 15 what? on Wikipedia, but. Oh, don't oh. go ever go to Wikipedia. Can't trust Wikipedia. No? Okay. I should have <laughs> I should have donated the two bucks. Maybe it'd be more accurate. Damn it. All right, I fucked yeah. up there. That's my bad. But no, that's, that's insane. That, that's why yeah. that's why I was uh 
I was I was a little shocked that Calvin Johnson's already in for what I thought was a couple years after retiring, but um, his retirement was rather premature, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But, you know, uh, it is what it is, but uh, that's crazy. I had no idea. That's what they do <laughs> in Detroit. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, they get you to just say, I quit. I'm done with this shit. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I will never win a Super Bowl. Why go on? Well, they went defeated all one year, and then they they looked a little promising for a minute, and then that all fell apart. So, well, I don't really give a shit about Detroit, to be honest with you. So, Yeah, um, I think we're losing people, man. we got to get off yeah. of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, we got to get off Detroit. we got to move on to uh, other more interesting topics. Nothing against Detroit as a city, but their football team sucks, so let's just get the hell away from there. So... Um, let's talk about some. Um, let's talk about the rookies in the second years, QBs, running backs. I mean, what do you guys have on on uh, rookie quarterbacks? Let's start with rookie quarterbacks, and then we'll go to second year quarterbacks. Let's go with rookies first. Anyone have any one that stands out? Let's start with um, Let's start with Trey Lance since he's in our division. We'll have to look at him maybe once or twice this season. We'll see. Um, Trey Lance, he was kind of a mixed bag. I think we'll see that a lot when we talk about these quarterbacks. But um, definitely had a one very impressive throw where he ended up with an 80-yard touchdown with uh, Trent Sherfield, and that was pretty nice. Um, he he made some bonehead plays too, so we'll see about that. Um, I think that's going to lead me into something much later in the episode. We'll kind of come back to that. But um, Trey Lance, Jimmy G, Jimmy G looked pretty nice. Uh, a little more refined and, and made a couple good throws. So I do think we'll see Jimmy G end up being the starter to start the season. We'll see where it goes, though, with Trey Lance. He's He's got some talent. I wonder if Jimmy G is going to be like a Kyle Orton, where like he only does well if he plays behind someone where he's fighting for a job. But when he's the, the starter, the clear-out starter, something mentally happens, and he just doesn't play to his full potential. It's a pretty um, astute analogy there with Kyle Orton I like that um yeah uh so let's uh who else do we have did you guys happen to see any of that Justin Fields action he looked good I did he's not. on my radar oh on your radar you mean fantasy football wise I assume what radar would we be talking about <laughs> uh he's on your radar huh I thought I sent a text the other night saying he was on my radar. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> you should have never sent that text, Rich. You shouldn't have no, been. That's the truth. I'm being way too, you know, I, I know that the, too many people are listening now. It's just like, whatever. It's it's all out in the open now. It is what it is. Um, I like Justin Fields. I, I told Brad that if if they name him the starter, I'm going to probably go after him here in our in our. Uh, auction salary cap draft got to get the terminology right it's a salary cap now it's not an auction um, yeah sal- salary cap draft 200 bucks so use it wisely you got a lot of spots to fill and i like to say that cheap quarterbacks are a great way to use it use it wisely and so um it it may be that andy dalton is still the starter week one week two i think eventually we're definitely going to get into justin field's being the guy i do think the chicago bears know that they can win some games so it makes a lot of sense for them to start andy dalton for at least a couple weeks and let the rookie get his feet under him 
Um, but we'll see how that plays out. I would, I, if I'm, if he's named the starter, then in 11 days when we draft, you know, I'll pay some money for him. He, he's he looked very Mark good. He, well, I, Mark's a big Bears guy, so I could see that. I'm sure he's yeah. very happy. And like you said, Richie, um, picking up a QB for a, a low dollar amount, even if they are currently a rookie or currently a backup, but you you have that feeling that. They may take the starting job and you pick them up for eight, ten, twelve bucks, and then they just fucking explode. And you're like, best money ever spent. Then you know, I'm, I've had seasons like that where you pick up, uh, uh, let's say, a couple of years ago, Cam Newton when he wasn't really worth much. You pick him up and he's he's great to sit on your bench and throw him in as needed, and he uh, produces. Or you know, it just it, it just all a essentially a little bit of a gamble. But um, you know, I like those gambles. Yeah, I mean, depending on your roster sizes out there, um, if you have room for it, I take on, you know, with our our format, we have six, so it's kind of a limited bench, but I'll take on one or two projects. I literally call them projects every year where I know that things will have to, like, they'll have to go through a trajectory to get there, but if they do get there, it's going to pay off huge. Like, um, you know, uh, Cam Akers, I thought last year fell into that category where it was like, I knew he wasn't going to be getting the rock to begin the season, but down the road, he was definitely going to be getting it. I said two projects. I took on Cam Akers because you can draft him for that. And I also picked up Jonathan Taylor, who I thought was a project and I couldn't even wait. I traded them both or I dropped Cam Akers twice. And then I traded Jonathan Taylor, so they both proved me wrong at the end. Well, the thing about projects, Brad, you have to have patience for those guys. You have to you have to wait. You have to play the waiting game. That's tough. Yeah, I don't have patience. Well, before we dive too far into fantasy and strategy and whatnot, um, <laughs> you Let's know, do more. I'm going to yeah. <laughs> cap that off and say I'm I'm uh, I am more of a uh, I hold on to people like you guys know you try to trade shit over to me and I'm like nah I want to give this guy another week or two next thing you know I hang on to to him or multiple players for the rest of the year I just get invested and I just I'm like I know they're going to break through and sometimes they do sometimes they don't but um, you know maybe too much emotion involved uh, with me with particular players so I think there's a lot of guys like that where it's it's tough to say yes I'll just give up on these people or and then that's the thing is i kind of twist that mentality I, I don't say that i'm giving up on someone you know i'm just restructuring my roster that's usually yeah, look at, looking at different it. routes or whatever yeah where can i strengthen this where can i improve that but um back to some of the rookie qbs um trevor lawrence i think that's going to be like an interesting scenario there it seems like he may actually like not get the starting job it's kind of weird <laughs> like that the number one pick you know uh i think it's a little iffy right now but uh trevor lawrence he he did look good he had a couple it's it's almost like all these guys they had a couple plays where you were just like oh that's impressive and then a couple plays where you're going okay this guy looks like a, a real rookie like we like he shouldn't be starting so um jacksonville is going to be an interesting story man i don't know how much i trust urban meyer in that situation I don't know if you guys saw Tim Tebow did get cut yeah, today though. That's a little off the, off the QB topic, but yeah, freaking Tim Tim Tebow. At least he did that. Like he, I don't know if you saw Tebow out there, but he he's supposed to be being a blocking tight end. Brad, he uh, he can't block. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
He's been out of it for <laughs> six six plus years or whatever. So I mean, he hasn't played in the NFL in a while. Um, I don't know. It was, it was a good run, I guess. Tebow, you know, kudos for trying, but he just didn't make the cut. So isn't he isn't he going to WWE now? <laughs> oh yeah. man, that would be awesome. That'd be a smart move, actually. <laughs> God damn, Brad, you should be his manager. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, real quick on a couple of these other guys, Zach Wilson, same kind of thing. I feel bad for that kid in in New York. That's gonna be tough. Um, and then the second year guys, Jordan Love pre- looked pretty good. Which, if you're like a Packers fan, that's got to be encouraging. He did get a little dinged up in that game, um, and I thought uh, I thought Jacob Eason, who's actually backing up Carson Wentz right now, he looked pretty good. And so, you know, I mean, we're not in our fantasy section here, but I do think that that is a good sign. Like I had told you, Brad, I was a little worried about all the weapons and stuff there. Um, if he can hold down the fort for maybe two weeks, because it sounds like Carson Wentz is doing pretty well, I may be back in on all these indie guys i'm still a little skeptical on him so i just even with wentz and he's got some injury issues he had a lot of injury issues out in philly i mean i blame philly and the water out there because it just seemed like everyone was getting injured but it's happened again so i mean that's a lot to risk when you're putting you know jonathan taylor on the line and you're paying you know 40 50 60 bucks for him because he's going to go for a top five back and all of a sudden indy sucks and they can't move the ball which they have to pass a lot so they're not really using him except passing plays so i mean and then plus their defense is really good but then it puts their defense in bad spots and they're always on the field so i don't know i i kind of do trust wentz well not wentz in himself but the whole situation i think the colts will be nice there um and i'm looking at jonathan taylor you you talked about him already i'm kind of like highly interested in that guy and then um for you guys, I don't know if you caught this. This is late this afternoon. We got some nice, pretty big news in the NFL. Uh, Jamal Adams got a nice fat deal and is now the highest-paid safety in the league. So um, unfortunate for us as Cardinals fans because I was hoping for a little turmoil throughout the season with him and Dwayne Brown being a little disgruntled. But um, him and his agents got a nice deal, man. That's 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 a really good one there. Uh, four years, seventy million, thirty. Oh no, I had thirty-eight. It's not thirty-eight. It's forty because that was actually I heard that today. That was the sticking point. These guys have been negotiating for five months, and they got him two million extra bucks. That was <laughs> that was the sticking point between him and the and the Seahawks is two million bucks, but they got it. So kudos to them. You think like Richard Sherman's pretty pissed off, or you think he's oh, just God. like you think he's just Richard like Sherman's? Cool, I'm happy for you, Richard. Sh- Richard Sherman's always pissed off. Now, did you see that video? <laughs> <ahead>? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was a little mad. He was he was quite mad. He pounded on that door, man. He was he was quite angry. I don't remember. Did he actually get in? I can't remember if he got in or not. He didn't. No. No. I don't the, know if you guys father, have tried to bust through a door. It's not that easy. Like the movies make, make it, it look seem. pretty fucking easy. So. Yeah. I, I, well, not that I've tried it that many times. Or anything, but <laughs> In just, my younger years, uh, yeah. I would have went through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I would have used the key personally, but I don't know. Maybe he didn't have a key. Who knows? That was his father-in-law's house, and his father-in-law oh, okay. was sta- okay. standing behind the door with a gun, telling him he had a gun. Holy smokes. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. 
That sounds terrible. Yeah. yeah let's lighten the mood. On. Everybody has a camera <laughs> on their uh, front porch now, so you can't yeah. really get away with much. So. Yeah, it wasn't well, well with thought that, out. With that, uh, <laughs> with that violent ending, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and call intermission right now. I'm going to go grab me a, Time a cold to. beer, and uh, you guys yeah. do what you guys do, and uh, yeah, I'll be back momentarily. So chat amongst For yourselves. Sure. You got it, man. Time to smoke some weed, right, Brad? Dude, honestly, I think it's always time to smoke weed, but this yeah. particular moment right now is especially a great moment to smoke weed. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah, we always call this the intermission, but it's like, I mean, let's qualify. We do smoke weed throughout the show. We are stoned throughout the show. So this is just more of the intermission where we don't have to lock our minds into, like, football talk. We can just relax a bit. And and hopefully, you know, your listeners at home are smoking with us and, you know, our circle, like we talked yeah. about last season, has grown even more. So let's puff, puff, yeah, pass, yeah. and get this going, Rich. We had one fucking great week, man. I was I was pretty excited about that. And so we would ask if you're a listener, if you guys downloaded last week, why don't you tell a friend to download as well? Let's let's grow this circle, right? And uh, speaking of growing, man, I think tonight I'm going to do something special, Brad, for the intermission. See that guy? If you get to roll your first blunt. You know what I'm doing? What? Oh, dude. Wait. Don't tell him how embarrassing it is. Yes. Um, uh, maybe we did talk about that last season. But yeah, we definitely I do not. I've never rolled a blunt before. Never successfully. Brad, I have the weed all pre-ground up here. I want to make sure. So Brad's going to walk me through this, and I'm going to try to roll me a blunt. I've given him step-by-step directions before. He's never actually attempted it, so. I have. I've, I've put it in my hands before. And I do I do have a little problem with, like, kind of, like, smaller tasks with my hands. Brad, does that... I'm going to show him what I got here. Does that look like enough, uh, enough weed for this sucker? Yeah, for one, one person. Yeah, it's not a little. Sure. What are you talking about? Uh, no, no, that's good. I used the... Re- Okay, okay. That's good. That's a a good amount, right? Yeah. On that plate? Hey, sir. Welcome back. I would probably say for viewers at home, that's about a 0.6 to 0.8 out of grams. No, I had a gram. I had a gram. That's a gram? Oh, look at that. That's a gram. Yeah. I figured it should be a gram, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that dense stuff. That's the stuff you gave me. Sorrow. Yo. Uh, Actually, I gave it to you from Kind Meds out here in Chandler. They uh they give wonderful products, wonderful service, great people there. So haven't really been hurt. It this was year. it was a good looking uh, eighth that that was. Oh, cool uh cool bottle opener. So I'm there, opening buddy. up a Corona with a Corona bottle opener. Oh, so. that's classic. Anyway, really classy. Yeah. Okay, Brad, I need to make the carb. So sorrow to fill you in. I've never rolled a blunt before successfully. Brad's gonna like help me out here. I'm gonna try to roll. Dude, that's the most impossible shit ever. Back in Tucson, I used to take a bunch of the nicotine out and I would jam a bunch of pot in the cigarette itself. Mm. Uh, first off, that's a horrible way to waste a ton of pot because it just it's it doesn't get packed and it fucking smokes too fast. But you know, I good luck because I've tried the joint rolling. Forget it, not gonna happen. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. 
All right, a couple key tricks here is you want to get your crutch, your carb, whatever you want to call it. I usually use a business card that is non, you can't usually get those like glossy plastic ones because if you use one of those when you smoke it, it like heats up the air as it goes through and it'll burn the fuck out of your lip. So you just want to get like a nice little cardboard. Uh, if you don't have that, you can use paper, like a, you just have to make it a lot longer so you roll it to make it more thick. So once yeah, you do like that, part, you, you know. And that, that, that makes it easy, so when you're passing it, you know, it's COVID times, you know, you don't want to be pressing fingers in, so you give yourself a little more room, and, you know, it's just easier to hit. So you get it rolled like Rich has it here, it's kind of like, you know, the end of a racer on a number two pencil, about that size. So you put it in the, the blunt, the paper, and Rich, this is key, when you hold it, you don't want to hold it at a straight 90 degrees, you want to give it a little bit of an angle, like angle it up about 30 degrees. So that way, when okay. you're rolling it, it rolls into the crutch and not out the front. So as okay. you roll it, you okay. start with the crutch and you just use your fingers and you roll it back and forth together to continue. Real quick, Brad. Yeah, real quick. Real quick question. Sorry, yeah, we're not, I'm not going to get through this without a question. I do have a question here. Um, now, do I need it? I put the crutch like in the middle of the roll. No, no, all the way at the end, just like you would like a at the end of a roll. Yeah. Okay. Just like the crutch, like the part no, 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 you no. smoke out of. No, I mean, yeah, the crutch is the like mouthpiece. I mean, okay. middle this way, Brad. The other way. This oh way. yeah, 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 the middle. Correct. Middle that middle way. Center. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Time yep, out. I have a follow up question. Perfect. Would that also be considered the the filter? There's really yes. no filtration going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it stops would, from like some of the tar from going towards you, so it Got does it. filter some. Got it. Okay, Brad. So now I'm I'm holding that crutch kind of in place with my thumb, and then you're mm-hmm. saying to angle the paper up at like a thirty degree angle, and Correct. then put all the weed in there, Correct. all the weed, and so that way it catches okay. it and won't fall out. Give me a moment. Obviously, my weed wants to stay above my crutch, and I try to get it like pretty equal from mm-hmm. the top. You want nicely like even spread throughout, and it's okay if it even goes a little no. thin at the end. Because when you start rolling mm-hmm. it, you'll start packing it down and getting all that stuff. So if the end isn't is perfect because it okay. just kind of tears off, that's fine. You'll you'll fix that at the end. I got you. Okay, I got all my weed, most of it. A little more weed in there. Okay, I got all my weed loaded into like the middle chamber now. Oh, all I got right. a little on the flap here. Now, to get the, the right size, what you start to do is take your fingers and roll it back on the crutch to get that, that diameter, and then continue rolling it down back and forth. So you build the weed at the same diameter as the crutch. So you just roll it back and forth. You don't want to squeeze too hard. You're not trying to pinch it so tight where air can't get through. So right now, I'm just kind of trying to roll and just pinch and make the form of the circle is that Correct. right and you're going to go all the way down to the end and the end when it starts to get so little you can't make the form you take your you open it up you take mm-hmm. your pinky and then you just pack the rest of that weed down so you can make that good form i got you okay should i so should i start like at the bottom a little bit and kind of like work my way up it start at the crutch kind of and work all the way out to the end got it okay Alright, that's not going too bad actually. And then you're saying when I get up to the top, yeah, you know, when you get like, to I the top, don't worry about it. Just pack it in there with no, no, yeah, you can pack it in with straw now just slightly. But once you get it flipped over and okay. actually sealed, then you'll pack it in more. So this is actually the trickiest okay, part for people you. is actually getting this flip over. 
So what you have to do is you have to roll it down and then with your two thumbs pinch the top part in and kind of give it like a flip, mm-hmm. like a flip with your fingers, like this. So, and then yeah. what they'll, they'll do is tuck that one, the, the, the bottom side in, and then as it tucks in, you can keep rolling it and then you'll just seal the other side. And that pretty much is almost... That's when you do the lick it and stick it part, right? Yep, and then you lick it and stick it after that. Once you get it rolled lick it over... And stick it. I, I, I feel like... Now, is with Rich, Rich doing this with a blunt, shouldn't he have like started with a zigzag and graduate to a blunt? Or is there really... Uh, they, these are, is it these really are just blunt the same wraps. technique? So it's almost like a zigzag, but okay. just as a blunt. Right, but I'm saying, like, are they more difficult than a zigzag, or are they easier than a zigzag? No, blunt wraps are pretty much just as easy as a zigzag. About, about If anything, same, it's a little okay. bit easier because it's harder to rip the paper. So some people might say it's even easier. Ah, there you but go. But then there are people at home that will actually swear that you only can use a swisher or some some kind of, you know. Right, empty out the tobacco out of the swisher. Yeah, and, uh, yeah they, they say pop, pop wraps are crap, so... Well, this has been an educational moment, gentlemen. Well, I'll tell you, I can't. What I can't do, Brad. Let me try to like peruse your brain here. What I can't do is get it like tight, man. I can't get it like packed tight. That's the so hardest part. So as you part roll it down, you want to pinch tight. it just a little bit harder as you roll it down. So like roll it down to almost where you can expose and see the weed in the middle with your fingers, mm-hmm. and then as you roll that mm-hmm. piece back pinch it harder so it actually like tucks in and then catches behind it and then starts rolling like you're trying to roll up like a piece of paper and you're rolling it up tight you have to pull it and then you know tuck it over so it would actually you get like a smaller diameter and then you can roll it tight I see what you're saying I just can't make it physically happen I think it's it's like a it's like a practice in an art like you gotta it is an art form yeah you gotta you gotta practice with maybe some oregano and then that way you're not wasting a bunch of marijuana and uh, uh, I disagree do not do that no just no. try with no, weed then, and if you fail you can just rip open the blunt and start over <laughs> yeah you do not waste but, the yeah, weed yeah I mean I think the worst I thing think to do is do roll a perfect blunt and you can't smoke it because it's oregano. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you do that and you're like, okay, now you can graduate to actually rolling the real stuff. So I, this is coming from a guy that's never successfully rolled one. I've just watched people do it and uh, smoked it with them. So I mean, remember Brad in Tucson would roll. Uh, he would take multiple zigzags, put them together, and construct this massive joint that was at least six to eight inches long and, you know, about the size of a quarter all the way around. So, And it was super tight, and it would keep us entertained for a long time. Oh, my God. Brad was the master at rolling these joints and shit, man. It was joints and blunts. He was, it was amazing. I mean, that's... I should have just taken the time split, back then. A Virginia Slim... Throw you just a regular standard joint. All right, I'm giving up for tonight. But, so I'm not getting my first blunt roll tonight. But what I will do is I will work on it, and we'll see if I've got one for you next week. So I'll get more blunt wraps, and I'll get more attempts. Because actually I was feeling like I was getting kind of the form of it going on, but I don't want to take... 25 minutes and there's there's got to be a million and a half youtube youtube videos out there with different ways of doing it so i think you know know what it's just that like really fine work with my hands 
it's fucking difficult. Like, you know, well, super like pinching down on like something really small is just hard to do. So well, maybe, maybe I should roll maybe a bigger you can, one. Maybe you can relate. You you get it, and it's all sealed up, but it's super loose. And yeah. It's kind of like a. It's just it's like um, I probably shouldn't smoke this because it's just gonna fucking fall apart on me. Um, Too loose. I, that's that's there. what I usually come yeah. up with. Yeah. I, I've, yeah, I've gotten that's... to that point and ripped it up and just jammed it yeah. in a cigarette, like I said. But yeah, it's I'll definitely eye. that's why. I'll definitely pack that in a bowl here coming up after we're off the air. I'll just way easier the rest of the way. way easier. Yeah, way easier. Exactly. I always way load in a easier. great bowl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's not hard to do. I can actually make uh, uh, make a device out of an apple or a pop can before I can roll a joint myself. So I'm pretty good at that shit, too. I learned that yeah. when I was like 13, 14 years mm-hmm. old. So it's good. Exactly. <laughs> Throw a bounty sheet or two in there, you're golden. Oh, yeah. That was, that was the good dorm room trick. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, that's a good intermission. I don't know if you guys got anything else to talk about, but that was that was fun. I'll, I'll I'll try I'll try to be bringing us a blunt for next week. An outdoor blunt. <laughs> Am I making you cry, Brad? Oh, you're on mute. <laughs> no, I took a big hit. So. You t- oh, you're right. Can you see? You know oh, what I, I would love love for next weekend when we're at the draft I think I'm gonna pop me a some sort of some kind of edible that's just gonna you know chill me out and keep me going for the for the afternoon so um, if I smoke it, it's just gonna be bad news for everybody <laughs> so hmm. we'll see what I have to bring my I'll have to bring my peer pressure cap <laughs> I fully intend on getting you and Chris high so oh Jesus yeah. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm staying the night there. He's got five bedrooms, so I'm just gonna take the master and, and kick him out of the fucking master. Be like, you guys are out. If, I'm, I'm taking the master. If I'm driving over an hour to get to this draft, everyone's getting high. <laughs> are you, you obviously aren't? You guys aren't staying over, right? No, no. I don't, I don't think I can stay. It's probably yeah. not a good idea. I got, I got nah, a home, I mean, so huh? I'm good. Maybe I'll stay. I don't know. <laughs> well, I got my. I asked we'll see how the night goes on. Cousin to come by and help out, so that you know I wouldn't leave her hanging with the kids. So um, that's good. That's yeah, good. That's one you. one night a year. So. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll definitely fill you guys in on that draft. It should be should be interesting. It's been a while since Brad and I have been to this shindig. Yeah, at least four or five years. Uh, eight. Yeah, I think it was at no, eight. not eight. We, the one at Half Moon was like six years, seven years seven, ago. Seven, yeah, because yeah, I had two uh, definitely two seconds and then seven. four fourths. Yeah, so okay, that's that would be right. Seven so years seven ago years since we've been well, in the in house person, for yeah. a party. Yeah. Oh, and with that being said, why don't we close the or open the curtains back up and fucking get back to the second act, huh? Intermission out. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. All right, everyone, and we're back. Intermission was uh, a big hit, as usual. So, um... <laughs> oh, I didn't even know I did that, to be honest with you. Oh, that was good. That was not, in, that was right not into intentional. It. Holy crap. Perfect. <laughs> That's the only time I'm funny is when I don't even fucking know it, but... Um, that that worked out. I used that as a drop, but um, all right, we're gonna roll right into fantasy football. Period. We're just gonna we're just gonna hit fantasy football 
and and talk about that for a minute. So, um, with that said, uh, Rich, I think you've got you've got some stuff to talk about. So I'm just going to turn it over to you, and you can just take over and do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, man, we're we're gonna, um, gonna play a little game, I guess we'd call it, but a little bit of like would you rather type thing. Okay, I'm going to give you a couple names. You tell me, Brad, who who do you want out of these two guys? So let's um, let's start with running backs. Running backs are always Always a classic favorite. Okay, let's start with. Um, so I'm going to go down the list here. We'll go a little bit down the list. Would you rather have Antonio Gibson or Najee Harris? Najee Harris. I know you like Najee Harris this year. I have a like theme this lot, year. Don't you? Sorry, I'm going to let everyone know in our league. I have a theme this year of people I'm going to draft. I'm going to draft humble people. So people that are not big stars, they don't want the highlights. They just want to go to work every day and just do work. Team Now you guys know this more than I do because I'm horrible at retention and memory. But Antonio Gibson, I feel like I had him last year, didn't I? You did. I did. I did have him, and <laughs> yeah. he fucking killed it for me. So just, uh, I mean that, and he that was his rookie remember, season. Rich. Yeah, he remembered. And that I was, was gonna uh, say, I'm like, I don't think Sarah's gonna remember he had him, <laughs> dude. I don't even know if I picked him up at the draft or I just picked him up off waivers. But I just picked him up and waivers, waivers, week three, I think. Gas, and I was like, best pickup ever. So I mean, dude, I get lucky constantly with shit like that. So that's why I do it. Antonio, Antonio Gibson, uh, the Washington football team. Uh, I think this is a team that could play very well this year, and um, Antonio Gibson, I really like him. I think uh, I think that's going to be pr- closer than you think, Brad. I do think there will be a lot of usage for uh, Najee Harris, for sure. I think they're going to want to run the ball in Pittsburgh, but um, I think that's going to end up pretty close. Uh, let's do a couple other names. Let's do some running backs here. How about Clyde Edwards-Alaire or David Montgomery? David Montgomery. Mm. I think it's close again. That's what I like about this is how close they are. Mm-hmm. Um, who did I give you? Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. I, I think I do have a... You know what's funny about like the offseason? You get into like the week one, two of the preseason. You start like hearing like these names. You're like, oh, shit, he went there. Like Even me, I, like, I, pay, I pay a lot of attention to what goes on in the offseason. But like Jarek McKinnon, he got picked up by the Kansas City Chiefs. And... To be honest, like, you know, if that guy could stay healthy and he has his role that he should have there, that kind of like, it scares me off a little bit on, on Claude Edwards or, or the dash, as we used to call him here. And David Montgomery had a good end of the year. And now Justin Fields coming in. If he plays well, the defense has always been well. So I just feel like that's a really good situation for him. David Montgomery was a top four running back over the last five weeks of the season last year. You had to give him that stat, didn't you? And who did they add? Uh, not besides Andy Dalton, they add Justin Fields too. So I think you might see an offense on the on the rise right there. Uh, okay, let me give you one more in the running backs: uh, Josh Jacobs or Chris Carson. I'm gonna have to go Josh Jacobs easy. That guy's a warrior. The only problem with Josh Jacobs is is he's such a warrior. If he gets dinged up at all, he's playing no matter what. But he's only playing at like seventy percent. So he will get you 12 to 14 points, but it is a really low ceiling when he gets dinged up. 
But he is Mr. Consistency, and he plays through everything. Yeah, I do like his attitude. How he And like you said, though, he will play limited. He will definitely play limited. He'll play at 70%. I think he played a couple games last year at 50%. And tough kid, but then also tough to trust on Sunday when you put him in your lineup, too. So um, who did I say against him? Chris Carson. Chris Carson, man. This guy... I don't think he's ever really gotten the respect he deserves as a running back in the NFL or as a fantasy player. Um, I think this year that offense can be really good again. And I, I think there's a lot of opportunity in this offense. So Chris Carson, he's pretty high on my list. I think he's a nice pickup if you can go get him at the right values out there. Um, if you're in snake drafts, like, like we've said, snake drafts aren't really our – our forte, but um, auction or auction salary cap drafts. I, I think if you can get him in the uh, 35 40 range, you'd be getting really good value still. So we'll, we'll see about that. But um, uh, my freaking phone ain't pulling up the QBs here. I'd like to do the QBs. What are you trying to find out? Uh, I'm just looking for like we're looking for those numbers, those ranks, and like I'm kind of just gonna like throw more players at you. All right, Rich, why don't I throw players at you? Do it. I can't get it up. So, oh. whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, I meant the list here. <laughs> I will say, would you pick Tom Brady or Dak Prescott? Dak. Dak. Well, no, Tom Brady. I changed my mind already. Tom Brady. Dak is actually listed as the fifth highest quarterback, where Tom Brady's ranked ninth. Well, I will tell you that Dak is injured right now, though. He's got a shoulder issue. So that's what would lean me towards that. Otherwise, let's say they're both fully healthy out there week one, I'd probably lean towards Dak. Okay. I like I like the ability to use the feet. If I'm picking a fantasy football quarterback and I have one that at least has the ability to use his feet, I'm going to probably pick that guy each time. Whereas, you know, Tom Brady, he's not going to use his feet. That's not going to be a high-powered offense in Tampa Bay, for sure. And I think he's fully capable of throwing 40 touchdowns again. But, again, wouldn't you rather have a guy who might be able to pick up 100 yards with his feet? All right, I got one. It's not very, like, what we call flashy or anything. But Matt Ryan mm-hmm. or Cam Newton? Well, I think oh, that's one of the guys we didn't talk about about our rookie QBs. But I think Mac Jones is going to wind up the starting quarterback there. So I got to lean towards uh, whoever else you said, <laughs> Matt Ryan. I don't think either of those guys are startable though. Hang on, so we we're, we're talking Mac Jones as the starter. I think he came up last week, and I think I asked that same question. Why do you think? Why do you, why'd you change your mind on that? Uh, week one happened. Uh, we, that's, I didn't, you know, I didn't we watch it. the I sh- game. We sh- I, I didn't we watch the stats or anything. Yeah, he, he looked well uh, well fitted in that pocket. He made good decisions. Whereas I think Cam Newton, you still see the trouble that we used to see from Cam Newton where he's not accurate with the ball. Um so hearing reports that Mac Jones is playing pretty nicely in camp as well, um, I think it's like I, I think it's leaning towards where it will be Mac Jones. Um, we'll, we'll see where it gets to, but 
I don't think Belichick thinks he can trust Cam Newton as we're as we're getting closer and closer to the season. And and if if Mac Jones, especially in this next week, shows that same poise, I think I think we're going to be seeing him start. Yeah, and it's not it's not like the Pats are coming off a stellar season. So hey, keep rolling the dice, throw Mac in there, and see what happens. And he might be the best best guy for the job. And Belichick's going to look like a fucking hero again. So like might might work out for him. Mac Jones is playing a little Brady-esque where he's like taking care of the ball and able to operate the offense. And I think that's when you see that they brought in Jonu Smith this season and they brought in Hunter Henry, that just, it all lines up that Belichick's going, hey, why don't I get back to what I just really killed it at and do that again. So if he sees it and he thinks he can enact it. I I got one more for you, Rich. Matthew Stafford got? Justin Fields. That's a really tough one. I literally might be making that choice come draft day. Um, wow. I can't do it. I don't know. Justin Fields. Good, That's good right. Choice. I, I got to stick to what I said earlier. That one's a little tougher because I don't know that Fields will be starting week one, week two, week three. Whereas I do know Stafford will be out there, and I do actually have some pretty good expectations for that Rams offense. So it's a little tough there, but I still go with Justin Fields making my project rather than start Matt Stafford. Some tells me Stafford is going to be like Aaron Rodgers last year for me, where I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to suck and he just proved me wrong every week. So some tells me that Stafford is going to prove me wrong, but I still think he's going to suck. I was down on that trade. Stafford, like, I mean, Stafford's prospects in L.A., when that first happened, I was like, ah, Stafford. Stafford ain't going to do shit, but... The way I hear it and the way Sean McVay has come out in the media and is pretty jacked up about the situation, um, and the more I kind of like think about that type of situation where you change teams, and especially Matt Stafford being stuck with the Lions for fucking forever, I think coming to L.A., I think he's going to be pretty psyched and probably is in line for a pretty big year. I like his weapons, um, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. I've always liked those guys. Uh, and then the young guy, Van Jefferson, he's pretty dope too. So um, not to say that Matt Stafford wouldn't, wouldn't and shouldn't be on some rosters out there, but I would probably go Justin Fields. The crazy yeah. thing with – oh, sorry, go ahead, Brad. Oh, I was just going to say I definitely think it was an improvement from Goff because, I mean, you can't go wrong with there. He kind of reminds me of a JV Kirk Cousins, but I definitely think that that's an improvement. So – they're going to be a lot better. I just, I don't know if you can go out and go be like, this is my guy, you know? I like your, like, analogies tonight of, like, quarterbacks. I like that one, the JB Kirk Cousins. <laughs> that shit's you like that? I like kinda, that. <laughs> what, I, what I'm going to compare it to is uh, the uh, Goff-Stafford trade for me is kind of like the uh, Orton Cutler trade. I mean both teams so the, the Detroit Lions and the Rams at one point had stellar years they were kicking ass and they were you know in contention playoffs whatever and then like the next year or two just fucking fell apart and then they just were like hey let's just swap these quarterbacks. Kind of the same thing with um um was it Orton and uh, Cutler? Was it Denver and Chicago back when? 
And then again, you know, those two guys did great in their new cities, and then they just kind of faded away. So we'll see what happens with these guys here, so with uh, Goff and, and Stafford. But um, I, I like Stafford. I think he's I think he's great. Goff's good, but I, I'm not a humongous fan of him, so... Uh, I think I think the Lions are going to be in, in for it this season, man. They're going to have a, a tough go. Um, there's just not – it's not a talented roster to begin with. So, I mean, I, I'm actually starting to – Dan Campbell's kind of grown on me as a, as a coach, even though his press conferences are a little wild. I do think there's some of the things <laughs> that he's saying and doing that are actually pretty nice, but that roster's – pretty much garbage and i don't trust jared goff or anything he he needs time and he's not going to have time he needs time in that pocket and that that line that team it's not going to give out to him so um let's 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 save it on the rest let's let's get to let's talk our league stuff real quick and we're, we're going long so let's let's talk our league stuff our couple rule changes. Oh, I did want to give you one more thing that I saw today, Brad. I don't know if you've been interested. Well, you know, you're not interested in him. I know you like Najee Harris. But for those interested in Chase Claypool, I am, like, going to put, like, a little warning on that guy before we before people get into their drafting seasons. Um, great wide receiver for Pittsburgh Steelers, Chase Claypool. Really great rookie season. Now I've seen it two times out of him last season. I saw it in the preseason game. This guy puts his body at risk when he goes and gets the, the football. Like, he will not... He, he's going to go get that football, and he will put his body at risk. So and it, there was a report today in practice that he came down catching a football and got hurt again. This guy's going to end up with, like, a, a shoulder injury. Um, he's he's going to end up with some type of injury. So I, I, I put a big freaking red flag on that guy today it was enough enough's enough like there's there's something to be said for wide receivers who have like body control and and he doesn't like think in that way he just he thinks go get the football which is like that mentality of that player is like dope but not for this purpose so agreed (laughs) agreed Okay, so like you said, we're going a little long, so moving on, League's Possible Rule Changes. You guys got the message from Mark on text. You got the uh, updated uh, commissioner post, and I've talked to Mark, and word on the street is we might go quarter or half point PPR. We also might get rid of the kicker, which is quarter. (laughs) What's up? We're voting on quarter, right? Yeah, we're voting on a quarter, but my vote is no okay. on the quarter point PPR. Brad's voting no. I'm voting no on PPR. I, um, PPR I think I am too, and I'm also voting no of get can and the kicker. I know you guys are good for can and the kicker, but I fucking love my kicker, man. Why are you guys trying to take that shit away? Kickers, kickers are, are stupid. No, they're <laughs> not. So are defenses. Oh. I'd rather play a defense oh, than a kicker. Man. To ha- what's the reasoning? I can let me take a okay. shot and a stab at it. Five, six field goals in a game equals twenty points almost. Yeah, kickers should not be able to get twenty points. It is a boneless, I, stupid. I once position. had speak. Last year, I said they Jake. had feelings. I don't care about them anymore. 
I totally, I went <laughs> Speaking off. of Jay Feely, he once won my week because I think he scored all of the Cardinals' points. Literally. <laughs> I think it yeah. was against, I don't even know who the fuck we were playing. This is like seven years ago, but Jay Feely had like 21 points, and he... He scored a touchdown. S- he threw for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. He single-handedly won and beat the other team. I don't know who we were playing, but... I mean, it's kind of the spicy. I uh, one time bought a you know. two dollar scratcher and I scratched it off and I won a hundred bucks and I was so there you fucking go. excited. But then I realized two dollar scratchers are stupid and I shouldn't buy them. And then that's that. So, yes, they can win you games, but in reality, we are talking about making taking the luck factor out. We're trying to make this more about a competitive league. So I skill. do feel skill. So if you can take it out and take a skill position and put him in there, that is a much more indicative. So uh, yeah. So sorry. Are, are you aware of like what the proposal would actually be? We'd be eliminating the kicker, but we would still have an eight starting roster. Eight so man what starting. A, what roster. position are you adding? An extra running back, wide receiver, a so, fl- another flex. So you would be starting two running backs. Two wide receivers and one flex. Okay. Which I, I I really like that. Like I'm open I'm open to it, but Yeah. I mean the way I put it is is like I don't like I I, I wanna play the game because I can say, okay, this player's gonna catch the ball, you know, ten times in this game. Not oh I just lost this game because this freaking 50-yard field goal didn't go, or I just won a game because this guy kicked a 50-yard field goal. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. But like, I feel like we've already made it harder on the kickers. Before, you used to get three points for 30-plus, four points for 40-plus, five points for 50-plus. I think we've essentially eliminated we all that. Out. We yeah. dialed it out a little bit. So I still didn't think yeah. it was I mean, enough. I'm... I'm open to listen. We, we've been in this for eleven years. You know, we've been in this relationship for eleven years. Let's spice it up. Let's get rid of the kicker. Let's throw in another <laughs> uh, uh, wide receiver, running back, or whatever, and and see what happens. You know, and if it doesn't work yeah. out, we'll all go back to therapy. We'll call the kicker back and see what happens. So, I like you know, this. that's the one thing about this league, Sarah. Once we do something, it never gets reverted back. So that's it, the one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Never say okay. never, though. I mean, it'll go up for name, a little. Name one we'll rule that we've taken back. Uh, name one. I will get back. I will get back to you. I think we're uh, crunched <laughs> on time. Sorry, my... what what did you say real quick about the PPR? Were you yay or nay on that? You were a PPR, no. PPR. I am on the fence. Mark and I were talking about this. I'm <clears throat> I'm fifty one forty nine. No, I don't want okay. PPR. Right. But Turtle wants PPR. Does now, he? Turtle yeah. would want PPR. <laughs> yeah, he would. I mean, because he wants to draft Julio because... Jones. Exactly. <laughs> Every other and it, it, it's not going to be a a one point per reception. It's probably going to be a, a a quarter or a half five. a point per reception. But still, that, talk Dude, at about one time. Sir, not... our league was fifty dollar entry. Now it's two hundred. True. True. Well, We've grown up. I'm. I would say. At point two five PPR, I'm about sixty forty that I would want to do it. Yeah, point two five is not bad. I mean, you know. Yeah, half. I'm out. 
a half. Yeah, I'm I like, half. I'm totally yeah. out. That's just like so much. It's a, it's a big change to our game. I think if but, we do that. But how are you going to stop people from saying next year? Now we should raise it. Uh, I mean, no. Yeah, I think never gonna... I think that I think the entry fee stays at two hundred. We're done. We're not going anything higher than that. And now, one thing Mark Mark told me was, <clears throat> and I think Brad was the one that said this. It'd be one thing if we started the league with PPR and took it away. Mm-hmm. But you can't start a league without PPR and then add it. I probably will not vote to have any part of the PPR, but I will likely vote to keep the kicker because that shit is exciting. Oh god. I like get a I get a feeling in my gut every time it's my <laughs> kicker or somebody else's kicker. I'm just like, "Oh my god, here we think go." Think about it, Prater. I mean, the game was tied up and, you know, forget the game, just to, like you, your kicker's going 48 yards, you're going to get 4 points. It's just like this is awesome. And when he misses it, you're super pissed, but it's just kind of cool <laughs> to have. You know, it can go either way. I hear you. I hear you. I like watching my running back go off for a fucking 80-yard touchdown, though, too. If he's my flex running back, I'll be just as excited. (laughs) Totally. But if you get a good kicker, they will stay consistent, um, and they will score you 8 to 14 points every single week. How many good kickers are there? Consistent kickers. I would say 4 to 6. Ooh. And, yeah, I would say 4 is about right. 4 is about max. But also, I'm a little worried. Like what I like, I was actually like, okay, great, let's do this this off season because the kickers have been absolutely awful in preseason so far. Absolutely fucking awful. Like that is another thing. I, I think we're gonna have a lot of kickers cut too. I actually have. I have. Um, do they have? Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind on that. I had a thought, but I'm gonna like keep that away. <laughs> One, right. one thought to keep away. I would be willing to bet that the NFL would like to get rid of the kickers themselves. No fucking way. No Dude, way. They've taken away Dude, the kickoffs. They they've taken like, away this. No, they, they take like, away kickoffs. But not field goals. Field goals are part on. of the game. Why would you take away kickoffs? I like that run back and the potential of breaking through and getting to the uh, other end. The big L word, to man, the end liability. End. Kickoffs are like are a dangerous play, basically. But they've the, made the them cl- a little safer. Yeah, but they and they I don't think they care for it. They they would like to even like just I don't know. The, the, the. Some of those guys got a forty yard head start running, and like these guys True. are big, big people. So you throw that kind of weight and that kind of muscle and speed. I mean, dude, how your head not? But get you would have up? to agree that players are playing longer because of all the new rules that have been constantly added year by year. And one of them is, is the kickoff. We used to kick off from the 20 now we're kicking off from the 35 or whatever. I don't know the exact numbers, but you know, they're usually clearing the end zone and it's a touchback and they're bringing it, they're bringing it back to the 20 and then starting out or 25 or whatever it is. But um, yeah. All right. Let's do this. Anyway, we're going to, we're gonna put a lid on that. Yeah, Rich, throw your. I'll bets hit you in. quick. We're gonna spend a little bit more time on kickers next week because I'm fired up. Kickers, yeah. <laughs> we got we, we got one more week before before the draft exactly. that you can actually get exactly. anything swayed. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's do some bets. Let's hopefully make some people some money. Um, 
I had um, a quick little stat for you guys of week one in the preseason. 14-2 and uh, over-under number. They were under 14-2 and in the games. First week of the preseason. Scoring was awful. So I thought that was an interesting little little tidbit for you. Um, so I do have a couple that I like. Um, a couple bets I've been working on. So I was talking earlier about San Francisco, about how Trey Lance looked pretty good on that few plays. Um, I think we're going to see if we wait and hold solid here. Like you can bet on week one starters. So like in actually in New England, I was looking at this up earlier. New England, actually, Mac Jones is the favorite to to start now. He's minus 140 to be the starter week one. Um, But in San Francisco, Jimmy G right now, he's minus 340 to be the week one starter. Um, What I think may happen here because of the public in the next week or two, we might see that number dip considerably. We might get a lot of Trey Lance buzz. So if we see that, I think it could affect the number. We could see the Jimmy G number come down to like minus 200, maybe minus 225. And I think that's great value. Like right now, sitting at minus 350, I wouldn't lay it. But if we can get that number down, and I think that might happen if Trey Lance has a nice game again, people will start thinking, oh, he's going to start, he's going to start, and they start putting the money that way. Uh, I like that one. And then I want to just give you one more. Oh, no, i got to do two more. Um, sorry about that. Uh, Washington to win the NFC East. I got this at plus two thirty, so I like that a lot. Um, I think I think Washington's defense a is what will really drive this team, and then we'll see an offensive improvement. Last year, that offense I had McLaurin, and it was frustrating. He guy got four touchdowns last year. Um. I think Fitzpatrick will be an upgrade for them. I think Antonio Gibson in the run game will will be clicking for them. So I see this team winning the division. I don't think I don't think Dallas is really equipped on the defensive side of the football to win this division. And I think the Eagles and the Giants are going to be bad. So I think this plus two thirty is really really good odds. So I really like that one. Um, and the last one I got for you is, and you know what they don't they tell you not to do this. So this is a a little bit of a dart throw. They don't. They tell you not to do this. Like pros will say, do not pick needle in the haystack things. Um, so we've got tackles, like the leader of tackles for the season. I've got Darius Leonard at plus 600. This guy is a tackling machine. He goes out there and gets 17, 20 tackles in games. So I really like that guy to actually do this, but they do advise not to. You know, that's, that's a dart throw. What they're saying is, is that only one player can win it. So like that's that's really limiting yourself so you don't want to get involved with that too much but throw down maybe like a quarter unit or something like that on it that'd be pretty nice and uh that's about it man that's all i got right on i hope you guys were writing all that down because i was so i'm gonna hop on (laughs) FanDuel, bodog all those betting sites and uh if i bust rich i'm gonna ask you for my money back joe just Um, so you know (laughs) <laughs> I am empty in that well, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell We're you. Good. <laughs> well, hey, this was uh, this was fun, guys. I mean, for those of you listening, again, we are on Instagram. We're on Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora. We're on a lot of stuff. Soon, maybe YouTube one of these days, but Organic Football Podcast, OFP. Um, follow us, comment, maybe chime in. 
see what I mean suggest you know what do you want to talk about what do you want to hear uh, and we'll we'll kind of weave that in and fit it in for you guys so yeah if you guys uh you guys want to hit our dms we'll we'll read some questions on the air and go through that too that'd be fun keep it professional that would be, that's a great idea keep it professional yeah professional yeah. professional dms only please yeah 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 so um well with that said happy tuesday night rich and brad i think it's time for Wait. us to sign off and get some rest and do it all over again next week Heck yeah, man. Good show. Do your research. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Have a good night, everybody. You man. It's, it's tough titties without Teddy. <laughs>